This is an RNZ podcast. People will be celebrating across New Zealand and we're going to get to some of those places next and lead in to this medal ceremony. Stay with us. It was a while in coming, but on Thursday afternoon, New Zealand finally won its first gold medal in Tokyo, and TVNZ's Olympic anchor Tony Street was thrilled to be able to go into one of the ad breaks, thrashing the go-to anthem for moments of national sporting triumph. But Champions of the World was a bit of a stretch. Grace Prendergast and Kerry Gowler's double skulls gold medal only just meant that New Zealand had leapfrogged Fiji on the medals table, and the night before... Against New Zealand, Fiji proved they really are the champions of the world in rugby sevens. And having one last time round in Rio as well, Fiji might have found the underdog overtones in the New Zealand TV commentary a little patronising. Well, such devout people, such proud people, they know what it means to their nation because it's a tough time right now in Fiji. And this, well, they're one of the most happy, smiling people in the world, the Fijians, and they've got so much to smile and be proud about now. It's so much bigger than rugby. Such a special moment. Just 800,000 people occupying the islands of Fiji. They've got rugby in their blood. And once again, they've got gold in their eyes. It is such a wonderful sight to see. Anyhow, after our gold medal breakthrough on Thursday, former Olympic champion rower Eric Murray told TVNZ this would inspire others with medal races to row, like Emma Twig. She'll be watching, saying, well, if Kerry and Grace can do it, like, I know that I'm on speed. Um, It's my time to go out there in the semi and do it. So she'll be focusing on that now. Well, presumably Emma Twigg wasn't doing it on speed when she won the gold medal. That's definitely on the banned list. Though News Talk ZB's host Simon Barnett joked about Twigg's highly fancied rival from Russia being a drug cheat. That's Hannah Prokatsin, who broke down in tears, devastated when she lost the race. I know. I saw that uh, Prazakstan, though, from the Russian Olympic Committee, and I thought, oh, yeah, I don't know whether steroids are at play there. But... <laughs> the, the drugs didn't kick in. <laughs> they didn't kick in. She took them too late. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Two gold medals and one silver medal were won by Emma Twig and the men's and women's eights. And what TVNZ's presenter Tony Street hyped up as the golden lunch hour. If ever there was a day to take a long lunch break, this is it. We have three rowing crews going for gold in the space of an hour. And when it was all over on Friday, the afternoon host at SENZ, Mark Stafford, was having a hard time keeping a lid on it. We are beside ourselves with joy. I'm stuck in a soundproof uh, radio booth getting texts from people all over the country who are just going nuts at work. I'm not allowed to go nuts because I'm on the radio. And the day before that, when Grace Prendergast and Kerry Gowler won their gold, an excited Lisa Owen on RNZ's checkpoint asked them how they did it. Because you're like a missile, right? Your eyes are locked on straight ahead and you're just going for it. So what are you thinking when you're in that headspace? And the freshly minted Olympic champion told Lisa Owen rowing was actually a bit simpler than that. I think at the end of the day we, we just have to race from A to B as fast as we can. Within the hour, the pair were talking to TVNZ1 News host Simon Dallow live on the air. You must be stoked on so many levels. Yeah, it's honestly still a bit surreal, but yeah, we're just literally over the moon and couldn't be happier. (laughs) And that went a little better than his live chat 24 hours earlier with silver medal rowers Brooke Donoghue and Donna Osborne, who were not quite as stoked as Simon hoped. Our Olympic silver medalist, how good does that sound right now? (laughs) Yeah, it's amazing. We're pretty stoked right now. Just stoked. That's it. 
<laughs> I can't even put it into words. Donna Osborne went on to tell Simon Dello they followed the process and the outcome was the outcome. So that chat didn't exactly go viral, unlike one with another pair of silver medalist rowers five years ago at the Rio Olympics. Guys, good afternoon. Congratulations. You did us proud today. How are you feeling? Hi, lads. How are things? What's the crack? We're in Rio. <laughs> yeah. The, the, background might, might, the background might look superimposed, but it's very real. It is, yeah. <laughs> Certainly. Is. That's all there. The O'Donovan brothers, Gary and Paul, from Skibbereen in Ireland, became celebrities off the back of their post-victory TV slots. And on the Graham Norton show later, the brothers echoed Grace Prendergast when they told him rowing was a pretty simple matter of going from A to B. It is a fairly simple sport, like. <laughs> People do complicated like and you, just, yeah. you know, your men says go at the start and there's a hooter at the finish and if you can get them <laughs> go to the hooter then go bullshit like. Yeah. <laughs> but Ireland's O'Donovan brothers are just in it for the laughs and the chat show appearances. The same day that Gowther and Prendergast struck gold for New Zealand in Tokyo last Thursday, so did Paul O'Donovan for Ireland in the men's competition. But his brother Gary had been unsentimentally eased out before that to make way for a younger, stronger rower. But when he was asked by Ireland's national broadcaster RTE how stoked he was to get Ireland's first ever rowing gold medal, Paul O'Donovan gave the credit to time. But uh, like that's more of a fact of just being probably born early in the history of time that like in a million years from now we'll have uh, had a lot more gold medalists I, I, I'm sure from the Olympic Games like so that's kind of nothing, to, nothing down to what we've actually done ourselves in our training so we can't kind of take credit for any of that at all it's just just a bit of luck with, with uh, being born when we were more, more than anything. However, some of our athletes can also talk a pretty good game post-victory. Ruby Tui, for example, went way beyond all credit to the opposition when the BBC nabbed her on the sidelines after the Black Ferns had beaten the team representing the Russian Olympic Committee. Yeah, the uh, Russia, they are very cool people, man. We get on with them, very lovely people. It was not easy. Don't be fooled. That was not an easy game. Lots of running. My GPS blew up. That's how hard it was. So, um, nah, lots of respect for Russia. And Ruby Tui also had kind words for the GB team, which came within a whisker of beating them in pool play. I love the whole concept of GB, and like I said, huge congratulations to Great Britain, Great Britain and um, all the people of that place because they fundraised, they worked hard, they campaigned. I think even a couple of us donated, and they um, ended up at the Olympics. So huge, huge mahi, uh, big job. Sorry, mahi is men's job. <laughs> so much, Ruby. I mean, George, you have to go because I think the rain's coming. We'll see you tomorrow. What? What rain? Bring on the thunder. Bring on the Olympics. Let's be happy. Let's compete safely and peacefully. Peace and love. Love you, guys. We love you too, Ruby. Good to see you. There you go, Ruby. Fantastic. When the BBC's women's sport reporter Joe Curry posted that on Twitter, more than three million people watched it. And there was plenty more where that came from after the Ferns won the gold medal last night in an interview that Sky Sport reckoned was the best ever. We have so much respect for every team in this um, campaign for World Women's Sevens. And, um, you know, it's, it's extremely guttering what um, the English soccer team had to go through. It's, um, yeah, it's hard to believe that things like that are still happening in this world in 2021. So we were more than happy to join with um, GB and, and credit for those boys. We're human too, eh? We're Sports absolutely human. human too, oh so. my gosh, we are human. Yeah. And that game is so hard to prove that we are human. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. When someone's suffering, we've got their back. So 100%. Everything you need. All right, thanks. Ruby Tui, Michaela Bly, we'll let hey, you go. Lucky, who's commentating? 
I'm, are you? I'm, no, I'm here. I'm down here. Whoever's commentating, we want to hear some puns. Come on, let's go. <laughs> During COVID, the Ferns could barely get a game. Now people are saying they should get their own show. Tears were shed in the TVNZ studio as emotions ran high after their final. Oh, that is raw and it is real. <laughs> and I know you wear your heart on your sleeve as to all of the wahine and that team, but... Those are very special images and, and I know it sometimes feels like it's right up in your grill with a camera on you and there's very personal moments but, but thank you for sharing them so publicly and letting New Zealand know what it means to you too. But this time there was no one in the new sports radio network SENZ going nuts. Instead they were airing a pre-recorded Aussie motorsport programme from last Wednesday featuring a bunch of blokes saying that Tokyo 2020 was all a bit rubbish because there were so few fans. I reckon I'd be a bit dirty if I was an Olympian that I, you know, won a gold or wasn't, you know, there's two trainers in the audience. Yeah, and mum and dad can't even be there. Good on them. Proud of them. But I, I'm, I think we'll be glad when we um, get through COVID and the next uh, Olympics to have a crowd will be Brisbane 3032. Wow. <laughs> That's big. <laughs> and the men's sevens team this week who got pipped for gold also showed they can sing a good game. They welcomed home the victorious rowers back to base with a heartfelt wire and that was in spite of their own disappointment at missing out on their own gold medal against Fiji in the final of the Sevens just the day before. Now among them was the veteran Sione Molia, whose family were watching that match back home in Otara with TVNZ's Matt Manukia and a camera in their lounge. Presumably they were hoping to catch the family celebrating a historic win. But what they got for One News instead was a great reminder that it's not all about winning all the time. Backing their boy, win, lose or draw. Thank you Sione for... <clears throat> for... Let the family uh, on the top of the world. Just remember to bring your jersey home for Dad. <laughs> that needs to go up on the wall. <laughs> Add it to the collection, which for the first time will include an Olympic medal. Matt Manukia, One News.